Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is a special episode here on Cabin Devils. Why? Because this Saturday, 10th of June, 2023, World of Life Uganda will be celebrating 20 years of life change here at the property in Chitende, and you are invited. In this episode, I interview Chris Mara. Chris is a name you don't hear about much. When we talk about the history of World of Life Uganda, most of you know Thomas and Faith Obunde, a very, very special couple in my life. After my dad passed, Toma is the only other person that ever called me son. Later on, the late Dave Nightingale will become another special person in my life. They both taught me one thing. Ministry is people. Today, we are picking up the story of World of Life Uganda, this time from the perspective of Chris Mora former director of World of Life Kenya. These men, together with Peter Odanga and Thomas and many other people, had a desire to reach Uganda. And here is the story. Um, suffice it to say that I ended up getting involved with World of Life first as a counselor, and then later on, I went on staff and it was while I was working with World of Life that we began to have these camps in uh, Diani Beach at the coast. We had a lot of Ugandan professionals at the time. This was the early 1980s when a lot of people had fled uh, during the trouble with Idi Amin and then the many upheavals. So we had lots of professionals. Uh, outside of, I think, the doctors and a few professors, the only jobs available for most of them were high school uh, teaching. And so many of them were distributed all over Kenya, um, teaching in high school. There was a girl in particular who taught in a school near my rural home, and she used to come with her girls to the camp. I remember one time she asked me, when are we going to have a camp for us? And I said, what us? And she said, well, I'm a teacher. I come to camp with my students. I can't really be myself. I still have to be a teacher at the camp, even though I'm a camper. I said, oh, we're going to make sure that that happens. And when it happens, we will also make sure that we have Ugandan campus. So we started to plan for a college and career camp, as we called it. And in August 1987, I think it was, we planned for the first college and career camp. By the grace of God, I should say, because we had been thinking about inviting people from Uganda, but I had no idea how to do it. I didn't have that many contacts in Uganda and what of life was not existent there. But then I was at the ferry and I saw a, I think it was a land cruiser, big four by four vehicle. And on the door was emblazoned Baptist Mission Uganda. I thought, ah, that guy has to know something about what we can do. I walked over to him, introduced myself. We're both in the ferry, crossing. And I, it turned out it was a guy called Larry Pompelli. And I gave him some of our brochures that we had uh, printed for that camp. 
and cut the long story short, in that first camp in August 1987, there were, I think, 18 Ugandans among the campers. The number continued to grow. The following year and the years that followed, they ended up, I don't know if I should say, they ended up hiring, uh, chartering whole buses, sometimes two buses from Kampala. They would come overnight, uh, spend the day at Kabete, spend the night, and then the next day they would travel with us to uh, the coast. Um, and after the camp, then they would come back, spend the night again at Kabete, and head out to Uganda. So the very first campers we had in large numbers from Uganda were actually the professionals and university students. That's what we called the college and career. With time, the question began to come, when will we have camps in Uganda? This went on, and, and you know, they say it's the dripping tap the, 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 that, that gets the attention. So eventually we thought, why not? And so we worked with a team. I don't remember everyone who was on that team. I remember people like Amos Kasule and, um, and Sarah Mirembe. There was quite a team. They prepared uh, for a camp which was held at um, Gayaza High School. I still remember that. And so in the mid-90s, we took a bus, a team of us from Kenya. Among us was the late Danson Wamboa, whom everybody called Uncle Danson at that time. Uh, Peter Odanga was in that team, and then quite a few others. And that was the first of many camps that were held in Uganda at different venues. The other camp I attended was actually uh, somewhere in Entebbe. Uh, so we didn't necessarily have the same venue. It depended on what was convenient for the organizers. Um, that's a, the, a short summary of the way we ended up with the first camps in Uganda. Uh, and I would say that it was at the initiative of Ugandan young professionals wanting word of life in their own country. Um, I don't know if there is anything else you would want to um, get from that, except to say that um, there was a bit of a break um, in the couple of years before 2000 and two, I think it was, at 2002, Thomas Obunde was then slotted to become the new missionary to uh, Word of Life in Uganda. He actually came to Uganda the first time in the summer of 2001, if I remember well, and then moved, I think, the following year uh, to um, Uganda and the rest, as, at that point, I think, is history. Um, incidentally, our own field director in Kenya, 
Peter Odanga was actually meant to go to Uganda. Um, but in, I believe it was 2002, uh, Dan Sonwamboa died rather suddenly. And so we had a bit of a lacuna on leadership in Diani Beach, and Peter was actually asked to uh, redirect his attention to Kenya, which is how we ended up with him uh, serving in Diani Beach. At the time, I served in Kabete and would often go to Mombasa for the camps. That's a brief uh, summary of what uh, I remember of those camps in the early days. They were very exciting. A lot of the young professionals and students from the university um, it's, it's a, I think, something that should be kept in history. People, uh, and I don't know where all those people were. Uh, there was a lawyer called Nora. Uh, there was a, an O'War uh, who, uh, who worked at the Attorney General's office. That's a long time ago. I don't know where those people are anymore. Well, it's simply unbelievable what God has done in Uganda in those 20, 20 years since World of Life started then, comparing it to the haphazard makeshift camps that we had. They were exciting, but um, I, I look at, for instance, the, the Christian Academy at the International School and the way that it is impacting and influencing uh, hundreds of children. Uh, I look at the Africa Bible Institute and that has an influence in all of Africa. You know, there, there have been students from South Africa, I think Mozambique, uh, Kenya, Uganda, for sure, Congo, uh, Rwanda, and, and I don't, and, and Ethiopia. I taught an Ethiopian student once. So the, the, I think Uganda has turned from a country that was almost begging Word of Life to come to a country that others are begging if they can send uh, people to them. It's been a very... I, I, I love the fact that we have a wonderful property, we have buildings and all that, that I think are very beautiful. But I think more than that, the core of the ministry is the team that you have there, the institution, particularly for me, of the Bible Institute, because I'm a teacher. And so I, I just love the, the fact that we have an institute in Africa where people can come and study the word and don't have to fly off to some faraway land. Um, but the impact also it has on people, I've met people who are pastors, one of them told me uh, before I came here, I taught things that were wrong. I have learned the truth. My fear is how to convince all the people I misled before. And I thought it's a telling thing that in one year, a person can turn around that much. So there's a lot to thank the Lord for. Uh, the team in Uganda, the Bible, ministry. I've been out in uh, 
the sports ministry that is interesting where uh, the bible school students especially play football or volleyball or something else against another institution and then we have a five or ten minute um, missions emphasis where one of us shares the gospel i've had an opportunity to do that i think the there's only one way to go with the ministry in Uganda, and that's up, expand, grow, uh, become, I think, a missionary sending um, center for Africa.